Welcome back to the Seeking Sailor podcast, a podcast where two sisters take time to pause and reflect in the midst of a hurried life. I'm Sarah. And I'm Sarah May. And we're so grateful to be back with you <laughs> for episode number I don't know 20 something something <laughs> I can't believe we're already into the 20s though yeah, I, I do, know that's weird I was thinking about this the other day like we're coming up on like a full year of even like considering yes. this as a possibility and no no it's definitely been a year it was springtime of last year that we started talking about it really yeah Oh, I thought yeah. it was in the summer. Okay, this is episode 25. That's what I thought, but I just wanted to be sure before I said something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't believe that we're almost coming up on a year. I think our like first episode launched in October. It was. It was like October uh, 20th, I think. Yeah. So that's exciting, but... It is wild. So yeah. for those of you who have been with us through it all... <laughs> Thank you for sticking Thank you. around. And we're glad you're back for another week. Yeah, you're the real MVP. <laughs> Sarah May, <laughs> how have you found rest this week? Well, first of all, this has to do with how I found rest, but I will say that my voice is going to be a little weird today because I'm getting over the longest cold of my life. Oh, I know. I've never had a cold. One, hit me this hard, but two, last this long. Um, it'll be a week as of tomorrow when I first started feeling crummy. Yeah. And thankfully, I am mostly on the mend. Um, but there's still some lingering things like sore throat. Like I sound, I feel like I sound super monotone with everything I say. I so, always feel like that when I'm sick too, but I yeah. think it always sounds worse to you than it does to Probably. other people. Cause you really don't sound that bad. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, well, good. Like well, good. you're raspier and like, I can tell that you're like getting over a cold, but I'm sure yeah. it's not like what you're hearing in your head. Well, Phoebe likes her voice better when she's raspy. So yeah. maybe, maybe I just sound cool. I don't know. You no, are, wasn't that, we talked about this before on an episode, who you were most like, what character? Oh, did yeah, you someone, say, someone you said Phoebe or? I think, so. I don't know. I've gotten all of them. Well, honestly. someone told you you were like Rachel one time, didn't they? Yeah. I don't like to talk about that. I'm yeah. Just I don't, I don't agree at all. But anyway, sorry. Moving uh, on. But yeah, How I've have you found rest? Okay. So with that said, um, rest has been both like all day and not at all. <laughs> like I've been. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. I've been like lazy trying to one recover from camp i talked about on our last episode how we were getting ready for camp um and so we had that it was totally amazing very very hard to be doing the kitchen for 50 people at six months pregnant but <laughs> i had lots of help and so while it was very hard it was also super awesome um but then coming home and just trying to recover from camp mm -hmm. and then <laughs> getting sick so I've been super lazy just laying around, but it's hard for me to sleep because of being sick yeah. and being six months pregnant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, actually, as of today, I am in my third trimester. I'm officially Yay! 27 weeks. So I am totally in shock. <laughs> but um, Just but wait anyways, until so. three more months and your baby is here. Yeah, exactly. Like my due date is less than as of today, three months away. I so. know. It's so exciting. It's crazy. I can't wait. I know. I know. Me too. So yeah. So I've been finding rest like 
by being lazy, but also it was not, I don't feel like I've had a very restful last couple of weeks. Yeah. To be honest. That um, makes sense. But, but yeah, how about you? Well, <laughs> I have not, I've not been sick and I have not performed kitchen duties at a children's camp, but <laughs> these last couple of weeks have not felt very restful for me either. So I really had to dig deep to find <laughs> moments of rest. <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm kind of teasing. But um, actually, the last couple of weeks, a few friends and I, so one just had a baby two months ago, and then the other is due at the end of this month. And so it's kind of fun because, like, we're all in a similar stage of life. You know, I'm a little farther along in the parenting journey, but not much, you know. So it's fun to like be in that season with them together. But we have gone on a few walks with each other the last couple of weeks. So we just meet in the morning and go for however long we want and then start the rest of our day. And those have been really, really life giving yeah, for that's me. So nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I love walks. I, t- I mean, I've talked about this so many times on the podcast it's it's a really good way to break up the day for me and sometimes a good reset for the day like just to get my body moving get me outside miles outside get the dogs out well they don't go with me when I go with my friends but like I just love it and so having other people to go with is really fun and I think it's something we're gonna kind of try to keep doing on a regular basis is you know as much as our schedules allow Yeah, for sure. Because it's it's like on the days that you don't want to go for a walk, you have that accountability of other people. So Yes. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because like we're starting to see some of the same people at the park um, Uh each week. One woman in particular is there with her twins who are probably around Miles' age, but she's running. So (laughs) we're like, (laughs) we like cheer on from the sidelines. We're like, go keep running. Keep up the good work. But we're not going to join you. Um She actually almost got attacked by a deer the one day, which that I didn't witness it. My friend did. But she said literally like she was running and the deer ran right behind her. So if she was just like a couple seconds slower, the deer probably would have like hit her and her babies. Yeah. So oh my gosh. that had to be so scary. But anyway, so that's how I've been finding rest walks with my friends. I love it. Um, And... Next segment, F A N G I R L I N G, fangirling. Hey, we're Is fangirling. It the same every time, I don't even know. I, it's about the same. I spell it. Spelling the same word. <laughs> in like but a yeah. pep, in a peppy rhythm kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what are you currently fangirling over? Okay, so first of all, Robitussin. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, not what I gosh. expected to I'm hear. I'm an old lady. So <laughs> I was trying some of the... There's only so many different things you can take when you're pregnant, when you're sick. Yes. And so um, we were like double checking everything. We went off the list that my doctor gave me and Adam showed everything to the pharmacist and asked them... Oh my gosh. Is pregnancy He's safe? so paranoid. Because like for all we know, we... We could be grabbing the wrong thing off the shelf. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we were double checking everything, but I was 
trying to take a few things. They were doing absolutely nothing. And I just thought, okay, like, I'm just going to be sick. This is just my life now. No. But then I started taking Robitussin and it started really helping. So Robitussin and Vicks are my jam right now. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and um, also on a less lame note. <laughs> no. Um, hey, you have to do what you need to survive. So yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Um, but my dear friend Loren is coming to stay with me starting tomorrow Yay. for two weeks. Loren lives in France. Um, we, I'm sure I've mentioned. I know I've mentioned her on you here for before. sure have because you talked about how the first time she met you, you were wearing a prom dress. <laughs> yes, because of course oh that's just what you you weren't at prom, by the way. Like I should no, make just, that. It was just a Sunday morning at church. Yeah, and she sat next to me like, "Who is this weird American?" Um, she was a foreign exchange student for anyone who can't remember. Um, at my senior year of high school and we just became best friends and we were totally inseparable and obviously distance makes that hard and there's quite a lot of distance but um four years ago she did um come back to the states and we spent a lot of time together and it was just it's just such a sweet friendship that just picks up immediately you know as soon as we see each other and we try and stay in touch on like Facebook Messenger and video call, but it's just hard with the time difference. It's 12 hours. And so unless I'm like able to talk during the day right before she goes to bed, you know, it's just not or vice versa. It's just it doesn't work out. So I'm super, super excited to be able to see her and spend a whole two weeks with her. I mean, we have not had time like this together in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so, since she was here because that's why she's coming back it's like 10 year anniversary since she first came so oh that's so fun so i'm so excited getting my guest room ready for her and um like just getting trying to get my house in order to have a guest for two weeks but it's just so so exciting and i'm really looking forward to it and um like she worked at i, I worked out the date of my baby shower and mm -hmm. she's she worked out her tickets to make sure that she could go like so we're like working together to make sure that we'll be able to like spend that time together so that was really sweet of her to you know prioritize that but yes but yep so I'm super fangirling over my French person I always call her my <laughs> French, French person. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited for you to have that time with yeah. her I think yeah. that'll be awesome how about you well, I am currently fangirling over the fact that we have booked a trip to Disney World. Yes, um, that is the best reason to fangirl. Because either we're super brave or we're super crazy. I don't know which <laughs> one it is. We'll find out. I'll report back to you when we get back um, because we're going with a 20, well, he'll be 22 months when we go, so... That's crazy. Oh, I know. My that's baby. almost. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> He's almost but that's two. Almost a two -year -old. <laughs> I know. I can't. I can't handle it. I can't. Everyone always is like, "Oh, the days are long, but the years are short, and it goes by so fast." But it literally does. Like, I cannot believe that he's almost two. So, yeah. anyway. We're going the week of Ryan's birthday, and we. I mean, honestly, it was just like. Everything worked out so well. It was unbelievable. I randomly looked up like the week of his birthday to see what it would ideally cost. Mm -hmm. So a little background information for those of you who don't know. My husband is obsessed with Disney. Um, <laughs> he would I mean, there. I love he Disney, too. 
Oh, for sure. I like Disney, but like he's obsessed and his grandfather retired to Florida and worked for Disney World. So growing up, his family would go almost every year that they could um, for a very cheap price because yeah. you there are perks to having a relative working for Disney. And um, that's just kind of his expectation now <laughs> that we could be going every year, but we don't get to go for a discounted price usually. So um, we did go for our honeymoon and then we've gone one other time since being married. So this would be our third time together as a couple. And Miles is obsessed with Mickey. Like every, uh, he wears shirts sometimes that have Mickey Mouse on them. But like when he's not wearing a shirt with Mickey, he points to his shirt and goes, Mickey, Mickey, like he's looking for it. Mickey's in my so, heart. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Well, I always tell him Jesus lives in his heart, but apparently no, right good. now he's not ready. <laughs> yeah. He's not ready to accept that, but, um, no, uh, Anyway, so we just got like a really good deal and it was like too good to pass up. And um, I'm hopeful that like Miles will get there and he won't be freaked out by yeah. like the mascots, you know, like a live Mickey walking towards him, you know, because <laughs> um, that would be pretty miserable. I think he'll be fine. But uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. We're leaving in a month and three days. Yeah. Um, so it'll be, it'll be here rather quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say I'm not looking forward to the flight cause I don't know how miles will do for two and a half hours mm -hmm. on an airplane. I'm, we're just going to bank on like, we'll be able to pull out our tablet and have downloaded shows yeah. and snacks and a couple other toys that maybe will keep him occupied. We'll see. Is we'll he see laying on your lap or does he have a seat? He is riding on our lap. So like he's he's just under that two year old cutoff age. And we were like, listen, it's his first time on a plane. So he's probably going to want to be on our laps anyway, just because oh, yeah. it's like new. And if we can get a cheaper flight, we should get a cheaper flight. Yeah. So we're taking advantage of that. Um, and the nice thing is like we don't have to pay for him for Disney World. He's free until he's three years old. Yeah. Um, in most places, too, like, as far as food goes, we could probably just, like, we'll give him whatever we get, exactly, you know? like, yeah. Um, so, like, he's based, like, this is, like, the best time to go, I feel like, because people always say, like, well, they won't remember it. I'm like, sure. Like, no, he won't remember, but we will. Yeah, but and also. Every single day that he's not going to remember. That he won't. Exactly. It's not like you exactly. keep him at home anyways. He's not going to remember the first time he went to the zoo. You took him anyways. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, we'll remember these moments yeah. with him. And he is going to have so much fun. So just because he may not remember it for the rest of his life doesn't mean it's not worth yeah. doing. You if know? you guys were just going for him, like, I may say, oh, okay, that's interesting. But you guys are Disney people anyways. So it, like, right. you guys want to take a trip and you have a son. So you're going to take your son and it's going to be really wonderful to experience it with him. But yes. the trip, like, you guys are going to take a trip. I don't know. It just yeah. it makes perfect yeah. sense to me, honestly. Yeah, basically, if there's haters out there, that's okay. I don't mind. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, We're, you're you're so, not making them buy the ticket, so who cares? No, no. Although, if you wanted to donate, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, super excited about that. Let you all know how it goes once we return. 
Um, but let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode. I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you. <laughs> start uh, from the beginning. Yeah, I, the hard part is remembering when it all began. Oh my began. gosh, isn't that so rough that there's so much <laughs> yeah. crazy that you don't even know where it started? Yes, so, okay, a little background information. Uh, this, the last couple of weeks, I should say, maybe two weeks probably, it's been that long. I think it has have been, just, yeah. Have just been like crappy i don't know how else to say it <laughs> like li- literally and figuratively. oh my gosh you're so right um and so let me give a warning for those of you who maybe are listening to us while you're eating lunch or eating a snack or whatever pause the podcast <laughs> and come back later when put, you're not eating put the pudding down <laughs> <laughs> pudding yeah can you what? imagine eating pudding with the stories you're about to tell well, no, but oh gosh, Ugh. but also like I don't think many people are just snacking on pudding. <laughs> okay, so I don't random. know, man. I snack on anyway, pudding I have some stories to share <laughs> that are graphic in a poopy kind of way. So let us begin. Okay, so our dog Riley, she is almost three years old. We discovered last winter that she has seizures. Um, They started in December and almost once a month she's had a seizure. They aren't like grand mal seizures. They aren't like super long. She bounces back from them very quickly. But the unfortunate part of the seizures is um, she usually ends up puking afterwards, but she also can lose control of her bowels and... Um, her ability to hold her urine and so it can just be a mess in general it's very sad to like watch her go through them but it's like also just not fun to clean up the aftermath so anyway uh two weeks ago what (sighs) she came in from outside and um I told, like, I remember texting Ryan and I said, Riley doesn't look very good. I feel like she might be about to have a seizure because I now know, like, what she looks mm-hmm. like when it's about to happen. I've seen it happen. She usually comes to me, like, right before it happens because oh, I think she knows, like, something's going on, you know. So I can just kind of tell, like, when things are off and... Um, but like, I just kept paying really close attention to her all day and she didn't have one, which obviously that's a good thing. But then that night she ended up puking and I was in the shower when it happened. Ryan was with her. He didn't know she puked. So he doesn't like, we don't think she had a seizure. I'm pretty sure he would know if that happened, but so she didn't have a seizure, cleaned up that mess, went to bed. The next morning we woke up, she had puked in her kennel. So we had to clean up that mess. And then that following afternoon, she puked again. And we're like, what is going on? She just kept puking. We didn't know what it was. But still no seizures. Well, then the following Thursday, I was finishing up giving Miles breakfast. And I was just like cleaning up the kitchen, you know, whatever. Walked into the living room with him to play. And she was having a seizure. She was like on the tail end of having a seizure. And then there was just like a whole bunch of puke all over our living room. This was the most I had ever seen. Um, but it, I I look back and I 
like I was surprised that she was in there and didn't come to me. But I think what happened was she must have been like laying on one of our living room chairs and um, felt like it was about to happen and jumped off really quick because mm-hmm. there was like, this is so gross, but there's like little bits of puke just like speckled next to the chair. And then right next to where she was laying, it was like all over the floor. Yeah. So I feel like she jumped off. Because she knew it was happening and had the wherewithal, God bless her, to not puke on my chair. Yeah. <laughs> Just job, kidding. I don't Riley. know. I know. But anyway, so she finished having her seizure. I had to pick her up to take her to the bathtub because she had laid in her puke. And when I picked her up, there was poop all over the floor and it's not funny but it was just like for real so you're you're the only one who's allowed to laugh okay (laughs) yeah i got her cleaned up got the living room cleaned up um and then she was fine like after all that she was fine like i said she just bounces back we still don't really know what caused all the puking but it happened well then the following saturday after that Ace, our other dog, who he's six years old, he randomly puked in our living room. And we're like, what the heck is going on with our dogs? Um, But that was it. Like, he was fine. And mine, I should say, we're not irresponsible pet owners. People are probably like, why didn't you take them to the vet? Both of them were still eating, still drinking, still acting perfectly normal. Okay, then Monday morning, I, so I wake up very early in the morning so I can work a little bit before Miles gets up. I'm working in the living room. Our dogs are like two rooms away from me in their kennels in our family room. And I hear Ace get up and he's like, like shuffling in his kennel. And we have like a doggy cam in there. We don't ever use it anymore, but we used to. And it, but it's like pointed at their kennels. Um, so I turned that on just so I could look and see what was going on. And he was squatting and I went, oh no. And immediately, like after I saw him squatting, I heard, <sighs> he diarrhea all over his kennel. And like, it was all over the wall. Oh like he gosh. literally like, it was, it was everywhere. It was so disgusting. I was working though. So like I couldn't stop. So... I had to wake Ryan up and he came and he cleaned it up and we got Ace outside and he just kept going to the bathroom and we were like, what is happening to our dogs? Didn't know what was going on. But the like, again, the rest of the day, he was eating and drinking and acting totally fine. Even later that day, he had like normal poo. Like we, you know, so I was like, okay, maybe he just got into something. Um, Well, then Finally, I went to the vet to say, like, this is what's going on. We need some medicine for him because, like, he's not getting better as far as this goes. They gave him some medicine. Friday, so, okay, they told us, stop giving him the medicine when his stool firms up. So we did that. By Friday, it had firmed up. We was fine. Um, This is so gross. Like, as I'm talking (laughs) about this, I'm like, do I really need to get this detailed? But yes, I do. You do, because we need to know exactly For people to understand (laughs) why I feel so crappy. So, uh, anyway, by Friday, it's firmed up. We stopped giving him the medicine. Well, then that morning, he had diarrhea again, thankfully (laughs) outside. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, maybe he's not ready to be off the medicine. But I was just going to wait until the next eve, like till that evening to start it again. Just to kind of see how he did the rest of the day. Well, at some point in the afternoon, he was in our family room and I was in the living room. And I heard him and Riley being weird. And I walked in and I smelled it. I was like, oh no. So. He had another accident all over our family room floor. And he was just staring at me with pitiful eyes. And that's the hard part. Like, I'm not mad at I him. Know. I know he doesn't want to be doing this. He knows, like, that he's not supposed to go to the bathroom in the house. Like, and so it's like he has to really not feel good because and it's uncontrollable. So anyway, I let him back. I let him outside. <laughs> and um, he kept going. And it was pitiful because, like, there would be moments where he wasn't going anymore, but he was still squatting. Because he just Which just made know, me, yeah. like, he just felt like he still had to go. Like, it was so pitiful. Anyway, so I got that cleaned up, but that same day, Ace started limping, and this is another <laughs> backstory. Um, so he's a big dog; he's seventy-five pounds. He loves playing fetch, and uh, in the past, he's been known to jump really high to get a ball, but come down really hard. He tore his ACL during the winter. We had to have it repaired. It is not a cheap repair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, I mean, thankfully, our vet did an, a wonderful job, and they did it like they did it at a fraction of what you could probably get it done for at many other places. So I'm grateful for that. Um, but it's not it's not cheap, and yeah, it's like no not what. ideal. <laughs> yeah, not ideal. So I immediately was like you've got to be kidding me because it was the same leg that we've already had repaired and I do remember that like he kind of slipped a little bit on our kitchen floor last week and I was like oh no but (laughs) I was just paying attention to the rest of the day and he seemed fine like he wasn't you know limping or anything but then all of a sudden he started limping and then like there would be points throughout the day where like he wasn't putting pressure down on his leg and he was just hopping around and um, so we went back to like how we treated him right after his surgery. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't letting him jump up on anything. We leashed him when we took him outside instead of letting him run around, like all the good, all that stuff to keep him from like putting too much pressure on it. Yeah. So that has been the last two weeks of my life. <laughs> and <laughs> I, 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 I just like don't have words for a couple of reasons. Well, number one, I feel stupid sometimes even complaining about this because I recognize that like our dogs puking and pooping <laughs> and having limps. It's not like the worst thing in the world. Like people are experiencing like way harder things every single day. But it just felt like when is this going to stop? Like, why is this like so much is happening back to back? Um, And I recognize like it is stressful because we care about our dogs. Mm -hmm. Like we love them so much. It's why we're putting up with all this craziness (laughs) um, and paying all this money so they don't feel sick anymore. Um, But like, 
I I just hit a point where I remember I Marco Poloed you. I was so angry that day. I think this was the day that Ace pooped all over his kennel. I was making breakfast for Miles and I went to open our yogurt container and there was like oh, yeah. still a little there was still a little bit of foil left like on the rim and I cut my finger open and I, I was like, That's it. That's, that's the last straw. That's it. I'm done. I'm not doing anything the rest of the week. I am just gonna like crawl into a hole and not deal with the world I was so aggravated and it was just a foil cut like not that big of a deal it's already healed can't even see it any other (laughs) day Sarah it would have been just a foil cut but on that day it was a foil cut on top of everything else yeah and it doesn't matter what anyone else is going through that doesn't all of a sudden mean that your frustrations are invalid just because someone else has other frustrations. And even if you these weren't your, you know, pup babies, you could be dog-sitting them for someone else. It's still frustrating it's to so constantly much... be yeah. picking up body fluids and in a never-ending stream. I mean, it's so... It's so much, so much poop. That's a lot. And so much That's puke. a lot of poop and puke, man. Yeah, we still don't, un- we don't know what caused it i'm assuming they ate something outside i don't know what but um i'm happy to report (laughs) that riley is not puking anymore ace does not have the scoots anymore um that's what i call him because i think diarrhea is just such a terrible word and then (laughs) ace's limp is getting better so ryan did some research and he found that like people online have shared like hey my dog has had acl surgery and they have moments where they have setbacks just because it's like your body is not 100 percent, and so that's gonna happen um so we're just still being extra cautious with him and just kind of unfortunately i just think the days of him sprinting through our yard after his ball are over which breaks my heart to say but it's just like we got to keep him healthy and but okay so there is the good news like i think we're over the what is this what should i even call this i don't even know poop fest of 2022 the craziness (laughs) yeah um but I do, this is the whole point of what we're talking about. I'm not just sharing our poopy stories to share our poopy stories. For fun. I I did have that feeling of like, okay, why are you letting this frustrate you so much? This isn't even that big of a deal compared to like the weight of the struggles that a lot of people deal with. And then recognizing, no, Sarah, this is a big deal. This is stressful. This yeah. is, you know, frustrating. You're like every day you're cleaning up dog poop <laughs> and that's gross and terrible. Um, on top of just like taking care of your son yeah. or other things that are going on in our lives. I will say thank you to Ryan and Sarah of like 2016 who had the wherewithal to buy a carpet shampooer because <laughs> that is the only reason our carpets don't look disgusting yeah. right now. <laughs> We've used it, si- I counted, six times in the last two weeks. I mean, that's probably more than we've ever used it in the last yeah. six years. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so thank you to our former selves. <laughs> but um, there was a breaking point, I think it was right after the foil, that <laughs> I really did. I wanted to shut down. I wanted to be like, screw it I'm done like this is so annoying I have every right to just be like I don't care what I'm gonna do the rest of the day I don't care how I act the rest of the day like I'm so annoyed right now this is 
nonsense yeah. over and over and over again. And I'm just like, I can just do what I want, act how I want and be mad. And I felt that for like half a second. And then I thought, no, I'm not going to do yeah. that. I am going to choose to have joy because the reality is like this does not have to determine the trajectory for the rest of my day or the rest of my week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that like the joy that we have from the Lord is a gift that he gives us. Um, but like with a gift, you have to actively choose to accept that or to deny that. And it can be really easy and sometimes super justifiable to say like, I I don't feel the joy, so I'm not going to, like, live in the joy. Yeah. Um, but last week, I I literally said, choose the joy. Mm-hmm. Like, choose it. Find it anywhere you can so that you're not fixated on just the crappiness of this week, but you're going to fixate on the good things that are happening this week. Um, and there were a couple of scriptures that I had that I clung to. Actually, one was like a song that actually is a scripture, but it's a song that kept replaying in my head and is the joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm -hmm. And it's found in Nehemiah 810. It says, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Um, I kept saying that to myself. Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Um, So like looking to God for our joy and for our strength in the midst of a crappy life is the only thing I think sometimes that will get us through those seasons. And Granted, yes, I'm just talking about the fact that my dogs have been sick for two weeks, but like we are not promised days that are not hard. Mm. Like we are promised days that are challenging and that we are going to suffer and we are going to struggle. And we can look at a lot of people's situations and just be like, man, you have every right to complain. You have every right to be angry. You have every right to just say like, I'm going to shut down for a while. I'm going to block everything out because this sucks. But the gift of walking with the Lord is knowing that like, number one, he is our strength. He is our refuge. And also he upholds us with our righteous right hand. Um, And I think if we're going to choose those things or if we want to be the type of people who chooses those um, things in the midst of really hard seasons, we have to actively practice it, even in the little mundane things like poopy weeks, you know, (laughs) because your dogs are getting sick, Um, like activating those joy muscles in the small things so that when the big struggles and the big hard times do come, it's not like this brand new thing to us. Yeah, you know totally, what I mean? Totally. Um, and that's all I really have. <laughs> I just, I was like, I feel like I'm learning something here. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Last... Have you ever, have you ever experienced poopy weeks like that? No. And you felt the same? No, I, I mean, my life's pretty much been perfect. So <laughs> I have no idea what your, what You're your life so is funny. like. Um, no, I totally agree. Yeah, you. So Sarah texted me or Marcoed me or something last week, and she was like, 
I think that we need to talk about choosing joy, <laughs> like kind of like that, like where she was like in the moment of like. I sounded and, so angry, and I'm like, that you, yeah, you knew it. in the moment you knew that you needed it, even though like that your flesh maybe didn't want it. Your flesh yeah. wanted to be mad. Oh, but, for sure. like, your spirit knew, like, that you needed to choose joy. And so I think that that's really amazing that, like, in those moments, you were, like, you told yourself, no, I'm not going to wallow in this. I'm not going to sit in it. I'm going to pull mm-hmm. myself up out of it. I'm a bootstraps, you know, by the strength of the Lord. And, and yeah, I think that's awesome. Even in the midst of the little, you know, we're saying little with, I'm saying a little with air quotes because yeah, it's okay. It's little compared to like a house fire, but like really it's a lot to have every day be a struggle for, you know, a, a chunk of time because after a while you're, you know, you've tapped, you're tapping into your reserves and yeah. you know, it's just, it's hard, especially when you are, someone's caretaker i mean right you are on the ball all day or you have to be on all day and so yeah that's i i think that's really great honestly it's encouraging to me hearing you say like how you decided like no i'm not gonna do that and i that's definitely something that i have struggled with and i i would say that i've gotten a lot better about it but it's definitely something that i struggle with like just letting things shut me down and like Mm -hmm. little you know things it's it's actually weird like as I was thinking about it getting ready for this episode with really big things that like are really really heavy on my heart um I'm not gonna say they don't affect me because they certainly do but I feel like I like the day-to-day of functioning with them like it's easier for me than random things getting me down like Hmm. because I I, I honestly I don't know why I don't have it because it's it's really weird like maybe it's because I'm like some struggles I'm used to and I know how to handle even though they're really big I don't know but I'm a weirdo but yeah I do struggle with like choosing joy in those moments and it's something that takes a lot of I mean I think probably for anyone but I know for me it takes so much mental effort of like no like don't go down the spiral like allow Mm -hmm. yourself the freedom to step away from this and not sit in it Um, yeah and so yeah that's definitely something that's been a struggle for me Um, and I definitely have like moments like you were saying with the the dang foil cut like <laughs> where things just get under my skin you know if i yeah. if hit there's like a limit that if i hit that limit everything is going to get under my skin and mm-hmm. whether i'm actively choosing like every time to let it go or if i'm just letting it pile up which i've done um yeah i mean we're human yeah so it's like yeah. still everything will get under my skin like even recently, um, <laughs> so Layla hadn't gotten her nails trimmed in some time, which is so completely out of her control. <laughs> but yeah. um, I was just like having a bad day and she came up and she's trying to get my attention and she pawed at my leg, but she scratched me and I mm-hmm. yelled at her and then I felt so bad. <laughs> I mean, I felt so <laughs> bad for yelling at her because like it had nothing to do with her and i feel bad punishing her anyways because 
she is <laughs> you my think angel. she's a human yeah because i think she's a human exactly um and so yeah i just like it, it made me recognize like everything is getting into your skin right now and like truthfully i think that there's some serious pregnancy irritability going on at times it's a real thing it for sure is yeah yeah so i definitely think i had some of that going on too but you know knowing the reason for it doesn't necessarily make it easier but i can you know try my darndest to you know regardless of what my reason is try to rise above and and choose that joy so um for me, I think that part like participating in things that bring you joy is mm-hmm. important to continue to do when you're in like a poopy season like that because <laughs> I think it's really tempting to want to just like to not do anything joyful and just be like mad and and isolate yourself yes and isolate exactly so I think yeah. it's important to continue. To, now, you don't have to, like, go to Cedar Point every time you're having a bad day, but, like, just trying to continue those things that bring you joy and talking to the people that you enjoy talking to and, you know, like, going for walks, things like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think it's important to seek that out when you're having times like that. Not that it's going to fix everything, but it's you making the effort to, like bring yourself out of that funk. Um, yeah. And I I think that I can recognize in myself that my hard, like, seasons are way harder when I'm not spending time with the Lord. Mm-hmm, and for sure. So, like, things annoy me more or make me angry more when I haven't had that connection more. And yeah. I can literally recognize that, like, it's it's pretty obvious when that's happening. So I'm like hesitant to even say it because it sounds so cheesy, but it is true. Like it's not necessarily me saying when you're having a bad week, you need to spend more time in the word, which I'm not, I mean, that will help, (laughs) but like I'm saying that I have a harder time choosing joy in those Mm -hmm. weeks when I in retrospect, have not been spending that time with him, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does, Um, for sure. But yeah, and I know, like, some people focus on things that they're looking forward to, and that helps them, you know, choose joy and, like, you know, pull themselves out. I, honestly, that doesn't really help me, because I'm like, I don't care. It's not what I'm doing right now. Like, it's just not. Right, yeah. (laughs) But I will just say that for other people, like, maybe that could help, but... For me, another thing too is like whatever that thing is, that's still that will be fleeting, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I could say, like, okay, well, we just have one more month until our Disney trip. Well, like, Disney's not gonna solve my problems, no. but like you were saying, going to the source of the word, like, that is it's the anchor for our souls, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's it's where we find our joy and our truth and things that we can hold fast and and even if you're not familiar with scripture like if that's not maybe like a something that you do a lot or like i don't know it's not a daily practice or whatever a habit for you (laughs) google is a great resource so like if you're even if you're finding yourself in a season and you know you need to choose joy 
but Mm -hmm. your habit isn't necessarily to turn to the Lord, like Google Bible verses about joy, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's no shame in like not knowing where to look. I mean, so yeah, I think that even just like looking it up and, and cracking open the Bible or opening an app on your phone or whatever, um, I don't know, just to find that reassurance there and kind of how you Mm -hmm. were, it sounds like it was like repeat on repeat in your mind, you know, like, so that's even another thing, even if it's not like a regular habit for you to read the Bible. Um, I still think that, you know, it could be helpful if in moments like that and in crappy weeks like that, but for sure. But yeah, well, Sarah, I'm glad the things are on the, the up like swing for you uh, I hope they stay they that way be. now I do I really feel like every day I just have like this lingering anxiousness of like sure. oh, what's gonna happen today like who's gonna get sick hopefully no one but we're we're taking it in stride and gosh darn it if we don't love these dogs I mean I know. it's crazy for real man the things we do for these four-legged creatures i mean this is why people don't have pets <laughs> I, I said it once i'll say it again <laughs> this is why this is one and of I'm the gonna, many reasons but yes. the crazy thing is the crazy thing is i'm gonna look back on this 10 years from now when we have new dogs and i'm gonna say i i said we weren't getting any more dogs <laughs> because of all the craziness they put us through but i know we will i know it'll happen of so. course you will you some things don't change no <laughs> you they don't. being a dog lover i mean it's already showing up in miles that he's oh, a dog he's lover obsessed. Yes, so yeah you and ryan love dogs too much to not be dog owners forever yeah Never again will we have two. I will say that yeah. for sure. But anyway, let's move on so that I... we're not, I'm not depressing anymore. <laughs> no, Choose no. joy, I mean, everyone. This is like every single person who listens to this episode is going to be able to immediately think of a crappy week that they had or like maybe their crappy week that they're in right now. Nobody yeah. feels like you're depressing them or I'm speaking for every listener that we have. <laughs> I know. Whoa. That's a big deal. I, I mean, genuinely, I don't want to be depressing, but the reality was, yes, it was a crappy week, but I'm, cho- I cho- I'm choosing joy. I chose joy. Yeah. And well, it and did honestly, help. Reco- it really did. Recognizing that it was a crappy week. I think that we have said the word crappy on this podcast I mean, today more than we ever diarrhea. have in the last year of producing. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think that it's important to, re- to, to vocalize it and to recognize it because there is a lot of toxic positivity that just says, well... Your dogs are mostly healthy, so, you know, what do you have to complain about? Or at least they're okay now, or at least this, or at least that. And it's, I think it's important for us to give ourselves the human room to say, this is not ideal. I am feeling it. I'm not going to live here, okay? But I'm feeling it, and it's hard. You know, I think that, that if we don't allow ourselves to have that, I just think that we would explode. I mean, truthfully, and and people do. People do. They push it down and they say other people have it worse or I have gone through worse things or whatever. And then it just something small happens like their dog, you know, 
just tries to get their attention and scratches them on the leg <laughs> and they freak out. <laughs> but um, yeah. But yeah, I did so. have my little pity party. I Marco Polo'd you and yes. I stuck up my finger that was cut. Yeah. And I was like, I just cut my finger. <laughs> and but let me tell you. So I had my pity party. Yes. I for sure did. Yes. And now we moved past it. And now get over it. I'm just kidding. And now, and now let's move on to the final segment of our show. The National Days. I'm actually super excited about these. I don't want to hype them up and then like them be lame to you. But like, I'm excited. I can't wait. Okay. I have two for August 10th, Wednesday, August 10th. Um, first, it's National Lazy Day. <laughs> oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> Which I don't know if you'll be able to celebrate as a mom of an almost two-year-old. <laughs> I won't, but... But it's nice in theory. Um, so, yep, that's Lazy Day. And then number two, <laughs> actually, I'm excited about this. I don't know if it was timely for me to bring it up for this episode. But number oh, no. two is Spoil Your Dog Day. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a crazy thing. I still, I would, I would still spoil them even after the two weeks that we've had. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I not like they're being bits. bad. They're just like. No, they're not. They're just everywhere. sick. Poor, poor babies. They're sick. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's spoil your dog day, which I'm so excited. I think I'm going to make cupcakes. And of all the things. Oh, my gosh. All the things that I always say that, oh, I'll make this or that. I won't make you it if it's for will. me and Adam. I'll make it if it's for Layla. <laughs> it's actually, I've never met anyone like you before when it comes to being a pet owner. So, like, you took Layla to my parents' house when you guys were away for church camp. Lord help and- us, what are you about to share? Oh, just that you brought like homemade treats for her <laughs> yes. and like you go over the top when it comes to this dog homemade, and it's homemade so cookies funny and um homemade frozen treats although she didn't I, I don't blame them at all like they did what we would have done but they didn't give her very many because she wasn't eating um at their yeah. house and so she all had she had separation in her tummy anxiety with a treat exactly so because of the separation anxiety she wasn't eating so then all she had in her tummy were the treats and so that didn't they're fine if she has her regular food in her tummy yeah so she got sick the one day and then she ate a bunch of grass and got sick again which like is her she's done that a couple times um this summer but anyways yeah so i have a lot of them still because they didn't <laughs> use them because she had gotten sick because she wasn't eating. So anyways, yeah, um, I did the same thing last year when we took her yes, over there for you camp. Did. And yeah. I said my friend was over and I said, I don't think I went as big as I did last year. I just made this, this, this and this. And she said, Sarah, <laughs> listen to what you're saying. Like <laughs> You're saying they're blending up carrots and apples and all this stuff yeah so it's so crazy like i can't wait to see you as a mom because the things that you're doing for your dog i'm like whoa we are all in for yes a lot of trouble i have had so many people say just wait for the baby and i'm like no you guys just wait for the baby because i don't (laughs) i don't mind i love i don't mind being crazy like you are all the ones who have to put up with it like (laughs) so i just keep telling people to strap in because like it's so true yeah i I love it like now part of me does i don't i'm hesitant to say things like this because i don't ever want people to be like oh remember when you said this like oh and you don't know but yeah whatever i'm a first-time mom i'm gonna say things that i don't stick with and i 
Oh, for sure. I I was going to cloth diaper Miles, so ask me if that (laughs) happened. (laughs) I had really good intentions, but... We actually do have some cloth diapers. I I don't... Well, I won't get into all that, but yeah, we do have some, so we'll see. But... um, Moving on. Yeah, so I... Part of me does wonder if, like... I'll be a little bit more chill. I'll still spoil the crap out of her, but, like, if I'll be a little more chill with the baby, because I know babies. I didn't know dogs. Like, I had to learn everything. I'm still learning. Not that I won't be learning all the time with the baby, but, like, I'm more, I'm much more comfortable with babies than I am with dogs. So I don't know if maybe some of the mania that I've had about, like, her safety and, like, oh, are we, you know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. obsessing over little things like that with Layla. I don't know if I'll be as extreme with the baby just because I've been dealing with babies. I mean, well, and you're a human. So, so like you yes. understand yes, human exactly. nature. And I think oftentimes people think they attribute a lot of human attributes to dogs that are not necessary. I'm not speaking about anyone in particular, but um, like you just, you treat them like, oh, this is how I would treat my baby. But they're dogs, so like yeah. they take it differently and they respond differently. Well, and they don't and feel whatever. human emotions. So no, even when yeah. I say separation anxiety, she doesn't feel it the same way that a human feels uh, separation uh, anxiety. Right, like, right, right. So anyways, all that to say, Spoil Your Dog Day is coming up and I'm excited. And <laughs> yeah. when Spoil Your Daughter Day comes up, Lord You'll knows be more it's going to be a festive. Yeah, we'll have a holiday. <laughs> Um, and actually, I have a little extra one today because oh. August 12th is National Sarah Day. <gasps> no way. I didn't know yes. that. Wait, but we, we're doing this is releasing August 10th. I know, but August 12th is close to that and it's Sarah oh. Day. So I just had to say it. We should do something to celebrate us. Yeah, exactly. What it's should, our I don't day. Know what. Yeah. So I just Yay. had to say that. That's a little bonus, guy, because it's not on the day that the episode was releasing, but hello, we're Sarah and Sarah May. August 12th is National Sarah Day. We're going to do our nothing, day. but we can... We're going to live it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I might get an iced coffee or there something. There you go. Celebrate your day, girl. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was, but yeah. Uh, well, if you guys have stuck through this potty talk that we've had all whole episode <laughs> we appreciate it um if you're not already make sure you're following us on instagram at seeking sailor podcast or on facebook um subscribe on apple google or spotify and if you have a chance give us a rating or a review i just learned that you can now leave written reviews on spotify Ooh. as well i think i i'm pretty sure that's accurate um, but you can also do that on apple podcast so if that's where you listen to your podcast let us know what are you liking about the podcast what what's what your favorite would you episode? like us tonight talk about anymore yeah. would you prefer us to never have a conversation about bowel movements again <laughs> uh, i can probably guarantee that that is the case but yes let us know what your favorite episode is what you want to hear from us all of those good details we appreciate you guys so much. It is so fun that you're giving us the chance to sit and talk to each other about anything and everything and finding time to pause and reflect in the midst of a hurried life. Have a good one, you guys. Signing off. <laughs> the Sarahs. <laughs>